Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What's up, y'all? This is Biddy from DGV. I'm here to put y'all up on game about Anchor. Now, if you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, let me give you a quick rundown. Now, basically, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Now, here's how it works. Anchor lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or the computer. So no matter what your setup is, you can start creating today. That means you can't make no excuses about you got to go on Amazon, get this microphone, get this certain camera. I need this and that. No, you can go right on Anchor, record today. Then you can distribute your podcast to the most popular listening platforms, including Spotify and any other places where you uh, listen to podcasts. Um, You can do that with a single tap. It's easy. Just record, click. Anchor is also the only place where you can publish video podcasts to Spotify. Now, with Anchor, creators can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. All you got to do is go download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. So what's your excuse, man? Get started, like now. What's up? It's Tokyo Jets, and I just jumped off the porch with Dirty Glove Bastards. Go back and forth, that's what I mean. It's trying to fast, need a reason. He gon' step, don't need no mileage. He at church or at a party. No peace if I won't be. Change my number. All right, so we got Tokyo Jets off the porch with us today. What's up? I'm feeling good. How are you feeling today? I feel good. <laughs> yeah, appreciate you coming by today. Thank y'all for having me. No problem. How's your 2021 starting off? It's cool. I just moved to a bigger house. Shit working out. <laughs> okay. That's a blessing right there. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, um, but let's take it back to Jacksonville. Duval <laughs> County, right? All right. What part of the city are you from? From the east side, from 11th Street. Okay. So how would you describe your childhood growing up in Jacksonville? Um, shit, we was broke as hell. Um, I grew up with my mama, my sister, my two brothers in the house. I moved with my grandma for a little bit. Moved with my daddy in Atlanta for a little bit. Um, but we done lived on every side of Jacksonville though. Like, okay but I'm from the east side. Yeah. What'd you think of Atlanta when you moved up there with your pops? That shit was way different, but it, it was still the hood nonetheless. Like, I'd probably say like, where we from the slums and like where my daddy was at, it was still like, it wasn't the suburbs, but it was like better. Like on some moving on up type shit. <laughs> okay, I feel that. At what age would you say you jumped off the porch? Depends on how you looking at it. See, jumping off the porch means something different in Jacksonville. Like for a girl, jumping off the porch is when you start fucking. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why I laugh. So okay. jumping off the porch means a little bit something different. But like, um, in the other aspect of it, um, probably when I was like in ninth grade. So like when I I stayed with my daddy till I was probably in like the beginning of ninth grade. And I was green to a lot of shit. Like I was good. Like I ain't never, I ain't know how to skip school or nothing. I ain't know how to do none of that. But I figured it out 
And then, shit, I got kicked out. My daddy sent my ass back to Jacksonville. <laughs> and shit, I kind of dropped out after that. Um, I went to school for a little bit. I was smart as hell. Now, when I think about it now, like it was dumb as hell to drop out because I was smart as hell. I just was rebelling, I guess. But um, yeah, that's what happened. <laughs> Did you finish in school, going back and finishing? Yeah, I went back. Okay. That's why it was even dumb because I still had to go back and do it. <laughs> but no college? Nah. Okay. I don't think that's for me. Yeah. What would you say has been one of the biggest life lessons you had to learn in your life? <sighs> biggest life lesson I had to learn. Um, I know wasted a lot of money. I think um, as a culture, we spend so much time like trying to like look like we got money. And I meet a lot of motherfuckers who got money and they got on guest belts and Levi jeans and shit. Like, we get some money, we gonna go buy a chain. You know what I'm saying? We gonna go buy some, we gonna buy some jewelry, we gonna buy some designer. Niggas rarely think, oh, I need this house. Niggas rarely, like, you gonna, I done met a lot of doctors, I done met a lot of lawyers. I ain't never seen them niggas driving in a Bentley. I ain't never seen them niggas in a lamb truck. Them niggas got, the most is a Porsche. Like, People who live in my neighborhood got Toyotas and Hondas and fucking F-150s. <laughs> like, I wasted a lot of money. And, um, it took me a little, bit of, a little bit of time to figure out, like, that car still gonna get me there, no mm -hmm. matter how expensive that motherfucker is. It just made, I just realized, like, what's really important. Yeah. Well, you're still pretty young, so. Yeah. You can learn it at an <laughs> early age. <laughs> I'll take that. Yeah. So what had inspired you to start rapping at first? Um... I used to write poetry. Yeah, I used to do poetry. And um, somebody around me said I should rap, said I should turn it into a rap. My manager, my old manager, Josh. Um, and I tried it and it just worked out. And really? I kept doing it. <laughs> Came pretty natural that first few times? Yeah, no, 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 I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> I used to suck, I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> I just capped like a motherfucker. I got good over time though. Okay. Who'd you grow up listening to? My mama old. Like a lot of a lot of people my age, they parents young. So my mama old, so I grew up listening to a lot of R and B. Um, my daddy probably like sixty same right now. So pop, Biggie, um, shit, a lot of like old school like shit. Like I ain't, I don't think I heard my first Boosted song till I was like fifteen. 16. Really? I'm a mama. <laughs> what you think when you heard that first song? Shit, I've been missing that. <laughs> the fuck? Don't get me wrong though, like I, I overall like my favorite genre of music is R&B, but like, yeah, they tried me. They had me fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> like, damn, we've been missing out on this ratchet shit. Yeah, I was missing that. <laughs> so when did you start to take it serious and figure out this is what I want to do for my career? When I started making money from it, like, I used to work for Apple. I used to be, oh, really? um, yeah, I used to be a, like a team lead. When you call and you need tech support and shit, I used to like tell them how to help you type shit. But um, I used to love doing that. I ain't really see me doing nothing else, <laughs> for real. <laughs> but I'm like big on like technology and shit like that. So I thought that was what I wanted to do. But um, it got to a point where like I was booking shows like back to back and I couldn't really, I hadn't called out of work so many times. I hadn't. Fake got me some FMLA to get off work. I hadn't did all type of shit and that shit just wasn't working no more. Yeah. So I had to quit. 
How'd you build up your buzz? Was it just through the, the freestyle videos? Yeah, I just kept making freestyle videos on, um, on Instagram. But what was really working for me, because Instagram was like, it went, I wasn't really going viral on Instagram. Facebook, I used to go to fuck crazy on Facebook. Like, yeah, they got that share button. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that shit a little bit easy on Facebook. Yeah. Were you surprised at all that your freestyles were taking off since? Hell yeah, that wasn't, that wasn't my goal. Like the first video I had that went viral, I was just talking shit. I made a video off of uh, Yo Gotti DM and like a nigga I was talking to, his baby mama inboxed me. I was just talking shit <laughs> and shit. I, I guess other motherfuckers was feeling where I was coming from. And then other motherfuckers was feeling where she was coming from. And that shit just went viral. <laughs> <laughs> So what was your reaction when you saw it going viral? Like, oh shit, people are actually paying attention. <laughs> I hopped in the shower. I dropped the video. I got in the shower. I got out the shower. That bitch had like half a million views on Facebook. It took off that quick? On my mama. Whew. And I was like, what the fuck? But it was crazy because it was people who were talking shit about me too. They was like, you a home workout type shit. <laughs> but shit, I bought like, I ain't, I ain't have no other music. I ain't have shit going on. I bought like six shows that same day. Oh wow. Yeah. That shit went crazy. What did you perform then? That. You put that freestyle, <laughs> really? I used to host, and then I get a ass that one song. Okay. Give me my motherfucking money. <laughs> were you writing these freestyles, or were they all off the top? Some of them was written. Um, some of them was off the top. It was a, it was a little bit of both. Okay. So, what's your thoughts on the rap game right now? Shit, I feel like it's going in a good space. Women running shit right now. Yeah. I think for a long time, niggas felt like women couldn't rap. And it's a lot of, and, and no matter what it is, whether it's male or female, it's a lot of bullshit mixed in. But like right now, it's a lot of motherfuckers. It's a lot of women who could really rap. Like, I fuck with it. Yeah. Ladies are holding it down right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so how and when did T.I. reach out to you? Uh, I reached out to him a few times. Yeah. Well, first, no, no, no. First, uh, one of his kids showed him my video. Mm. Um. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Um, and he, like, commented on it, like, some fire emojis or some shit on Instagram. And um, I ain't noticed it at first. And, like, people started sending it to me. So... I dropped another video, and he like he went following me and that, so I started sending them bitches to him. And he was like, he was like, oh, I said you dope. I'm like, man, don't give a fuck. What else? Nigga, I need some money. So I kept DMing his ass, and um, I wasn't just DMing him though. I DM a couple motherfuckers. Um, he just happened to be the person that I clicked with the most. But um, that was probably like, I don't know. I probably want to say like 2017. 2018 maybe. Yeah. So how how many videos did you have to send before you finally get like a meeting with him? Man, I sent a lot of videos. <laughs> that shit started in like 2018. I kept dropping freestyle videos and sending them bitches to him. Um, I don't know. I think I rocked off um, a young Dro beat. I think I rocked off shoulder lean. And then that's when he like really like was like, all right, fuck it, come on. And then he flew me and my brother up to Atlanta. And we met with him and um, he like, as soon as I got in the studio, he was like, I got a beat. What you can do on the beat? I'm like, what the fuck? But I guess that was like my time to like, see if I really write my shit. Okay. And shit, that's how friends came out. 
Really? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Feel any pressure or it was like, man, well, I've been yeah, waiting on this. Like, people don't, people don't give Drove credit, but that nigga Drove is hard as fuck. Mm -hmm. And they wanted me to come in after him. Oh shit. Fuck hell yeah, he kind of sets the bar so high. Man. But what's crazy is somebody else is on a song who used to be with Grand Hustle. And like, it was on some shit like, whichever one of y'all got the best verse, gonna go on the song. I was like, oh man, these niggas know each other. I don't know nobody, they finna play my ass. But shit, I got on the song. <laughs> what was their reaction when you finished it? That shit was hard. They was fucking with me. Yeah. And then niggas tried to give me some money that day. For real? I ain't take it though. <laughs> <laughs> so how long after until you signed? To sign a deal? Yeah. We went back and forth for a while. We, pro we probably negotiated for like a year. Oh really? But um, yeah, he was still fucking with me on some, like he was so real about shit like, he had moved me to Atlanta before I signed my deal. Like they was paying all the bills and that motherfucker, he ain't never asked for nothing in return. Like, we went to, I think I went on tour with them before I signed my deal and oh, all. Really? I did a lot of shit before I signed my deal. And then he, but he was really on some shit. Like, I just want to see you like, I want to see you grow. He was like, cause it was other people I was fucking with at the same time too. And they was, we was going back and forth with them. He was like, even if you don't know what I'm saying, decide to go this way. Like, I just want to be a, a, a person that you could say helped you in your journey type shit. Yeah. So, yeah. How would you describe him as a CEO? Man, <laughs> it'd be a lot. Uh, Cause you gotta think like, he a legend in his own sense. Um, so like, I go and I do something. Like, I go and I do a verse and he be like, you sure that's how you want to say it? Or <laughs> sometimes he, you know what I'm saying? He let me do my own thing. I have to tell him like, you a little bit older. Like, you gotta chill. <laughs> we got some other shit going on right now, but um, it's kind of like he like a mentor. He like he like real close to a father figure in, in what I got going on. Like, yeah, he, on, he be on some real shit. And like, he one of the people who helped me realize what I was saying in the beginning about that money shit. Like, yeah, you supposed to enjoy, you know what I'm saying, the fruits of your labels, but like, I got a son. I got other people who depend on me. Like, if I blow all this shit right now, I can't really go sell all this jewelry and get my money back like that. Like, mm -hmm. it don't really work like that. That's real right there. Yeah. yeah. And uh, you announced your pregnancy during a show <laughs> in your hometown, right? Yeah. Why'd you decide that was the perfect time? To it go wasn't. Ahead? I wasn't supposed to. Really? So why did you? I what was, happened? So look, boom. I had, um, I booked the show. This is, I had two shows left. And um, I had that show there and I had like a show in like Ocala or some shit, somewhere else in Florida. But, um, I had a stylist and he was supposed to find my clothes or what? Like he had me hot in my pregnancy, my whole pregnancy. And I had bought an off-white outfit from him, which was like this full off-white dress. So he packed my bag before I go and I get to Florida and I don't got my other outfit. I just got this off-white dress, <laughs> but it's like a tight ass dress. So I'm like, man, my whole fucking stomach got. And uh, Rod Wade was on the show. So I jump out the car, this before I told anybody, I, I jump out the car, cause Rod Wade looking for me to take pictures and shit. So I jump out the car, he like, the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, man, I can't hide this shit, man. So I, I take the picture with him, like, man, don't post the picture yet. So he like, whatever, bet. So boom, uh, I go up. Shit, I'm trying to suck in this shit. I'm trying all type of dumb ass shit, man. I was like, fuck it. I said, cut the music, I might as well. Yes. But I feel like that was the best place to do it in the end because that was my city. So. Yeah, that's, yeah, that is true. So this that was, wasn't the plan though. This was <laughs> mid-performance then? 
I did it at the la I thought I did the last song. Okay. Okay. <laughs> How relieved were you to finally get it out? Like, I feel like I can stop sucking it in my damn stomach. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna hide this no more. <laughs> You know how hard that is to suck you for that long? <laughs> yeah. So it's been, I think, over a year now, right? So yeah. uh, how you like being a mother? I, that's probably, like, I, I done been a lot of places, right? And I done made a lot of money. And um, I feel like when you broke or when you missing something, you think once you get that one thing, like, life just gonna be complete type shit. So when I was broke as hell, I was like, if I just get some money, I'm gonna be happy. And then I got the money, and I was like, mm, that ain't really, you know what I'm saying, ain't really do shit. Then I felt like if I get this car, I get this house, and none of that shit really did nothing. I felt like if I traveled there to fulfill like certain shit. But not like when I had my son, like I never experienced nothing like that. Out of all the places I done been, all the money I done made, all the shit I done bought, it's nothing that I'm more proud of than my son. Right now, like, I feel like I, I want, like, 10 kids. Really? <laughs> yeah. That's what's I feel up. like I should have snuck a baby in during Corona. Because nope. <laughs> that was the perfect time, right? <laughs> yeah, nobody outside. I'm trying to see how long we're going to be on, uh, in the house. I might pop up with another one. <laughs> <laughs> what has been the biggest adjustment to being a first-time mother? Uh, the biggest adjustment to being a first-time mom? Shit. Probably my time, like... He, he wake up like three, four in the morning. <laughs> supposed to be asleep. But it's, it's I don't know, I, I like it though. Cause like everything he knows is what I taught him. That's just amazing to me. That's it. <laughs> Any advice for some uh, soon to be first time mothers? Advice for soon to be Something moms. you wish you knew before uh, going into it? All that shit you think about buying don't matter. Get fucking <laughs> diapers, wipes, onesies and food <laughs> all that other shit don't matter i bought my son like so much so much designer shit he never really? put on i forgot that shit was in there until like we just moved <laughs> like he never wear this shit now it's just gone it's wasted yeah sneak another baby in but um he never slept in his crib we got a crib for no fucking reason he got a changing <laughs> table i never changed this nigga diaper on the changing table it's just dumb shit like all that shit don't matter <laughs> Well, it's better to be more prepared than uh Yeah, it's, it's better to have more, but that shit don't matter. If I was, and if I was the old me, like still working at Apple, I would have been fucked up because I done wasted all this money, but. Yeah, true. Yeah. True. Um, has being a mother slowed down your recording at all, or are you still recording as much? Nah, I still record. He pulled up to the studio with me. Yeah. But not as the studio at my house, so. Okay. Yeah, I could just do it whenever I feel like it. Yeah. But yeah, he go to the studio with me. Tilt be holding it while I'm while I'm recording. Yeah. <laughs> Has your music changed to that all since uh, he's been born, or are you still around about the same? Yeah, my thing? my I feel like my music changed, but I I wouldn't say it's like changed to be more in the sense that I'm a parent. I I feel like I'm a little bit more open with what I talk about, like. I, I ain't used to talk about sex, but nigga, I got a baby. I made the nigga, like, <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't a virgin Mary, so whatever. Yeah, it's changed a little bit, though. Yeah, yeah I noticed you're pretty open on Twitter, too, with your friends. Oh, my God, everybody, <laughs> every interview I done did, people talk about my Twitter. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because you're very engaging with your fans. You're like an open book, like. That's my safe space. <laughs> That's your safe space. <laughs> Yeah, Twitter my safe space. Has Twitter always been your safe space? Have you always felt like I could turn here and like these people get me, they know me? 
Yeah, like Facebook different. Like you make a, a status and then like people gonna comment. But Twitter, I can respond. Like I can just keep going. And somebody gonna understand. Somebody gonna be dumb as hell. But I got so many followers and fans on that bitch. They gonna be on your ass. <laughs> I fuck with Twitter. <laughs> That's what's up. All right, I'm fucking with this new single, Know the Rules with T.I. You just dropped this. You fuck with it. I fuck with it, yeah. You just posted it on the site. I appreciate it. Yeah. So what do you rap about on the song for people who haven't heard it? So I, I wrote them verses before I actually heard that beat. Um, but I, like, originally, like, I started. Who needs an alarm in the morning? When McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles. And a breakfast cutoff. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Writing about Jacksonville shit, like, it's a line in the song where I be like, um, bitch, you wear your block for dress up. See me like a ghost. Set that bitch to pick his head up. Like, it's a lot of niggas that be fake gangsters, and They carry these guns, but bitch, that's an accessory to your motherfucking outfit. Like, I wear my purse, that shit, the same thing. <laughs> But, um, shit, I'm, I'm telling you the rules. Like, a lot of motherfuckers doubted me. I bet on myself and fuck you if you ain't here. You know, coming back. Yeah. That's what it is. Did you want T.I. on that song when you first wrote it? Or did he <laughs> hear and it was like, all right, I got to get on this shit too. <laughs> so, um. <laughs> you said you wrote the verses, so I'm sure you had the song ready, damn. So, look. Uh, my A&R bought me the beat, and um, he bought me that beat and like a couple other beats. But um, I go, I do the verses, and um, like I said, he always be, you know, put his little input in. Mm -hmm. So I'm like horrible with hooks. So I was like, man, I don't know what the fuck to say. I don't know, cause I was like, this is what I'm rapping about. And like, I initially like was leaning towards saying something that Pop said, but I was like, man, I can't do that shit. He was like, why not? do it, fuck it. And then he went in the booth and he was like, um, I left my part in there and I didn't know what to say on the first floor. And he was like, you should say something like this. And then there was other people in the studio. They was like, you might as well stay on the song. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, shit, I thought you'd never ask. That nigga stayed on the song, shit. All right, there it is. <laughs> so you got a new project in the works? Yeah, album on the way, Cancel Culture. Okay, why Cancel Culture? Shit, that's what I feel like. That's what what the the, the culture thriving in right now. Like people really be just looking to be offended and looking to stop everything you've ever worked for in life because of mistake. And like niggas don't realize like I'm a human the same way you a human. You just it's just more eyes on me. If I see the shit that you do at home all the time, you probably be canceled too, nigga. Uh. How long you been working on this project? It's been a while since we got a yeah. full project from we, you. I've, I've been, so I started, I've been recording on, for, with this for a minute, probably like since I first found I was pregnant. It's a lot of, it's a couple of the songs on there where like I sound congested because like I was, I was sick while I was recording. But yeah, probably since I was like three, four months pregnant. So this is like early 2019. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Any other features you can reveal? Um... Yeah, we got uh, Kevin Gates. Um, we got Tusi on the record. Um, I think we got Yellow Beezy. Yellow Beezy might be on the deluxe. Yeah. Okay. What about producer-wise? Who you been working with? So, uh, 
a nigga named Bread Boy produ- produced the song that I just put out with Tip. Um, damn, what's the nigga name from Detroit? Um, I'm bad with this shit. It's a nigga from Detroit who made like all the popular shit. I can't think of the nigga name. Is um, it RJ? Huh? RJ? Nah. Not RJ. Hell of a. Hell of a. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Got hell of a on the intro. Uh, Matt um, who do a lot of shit for Baby and shit like that. Um, mm-hmm. I can't really thank everybody else on there. I'm bad with producers. If I like the beat, I fuck with the beat, though. It ain't like I, I be like looking and be like, who popular? Let's do that type of shit. Yeah, if I fuck with the beat, I fuck with the beat. Yeah, I feel that. So when can fans expect this project? Got a. Shit, March. Okay. We're gonna put out we're gonna put out a few more singles, a few more videos in um, March. Okay. And that shit hard. <laughs> Do you know what the next single is gonna be? Do I? <laughs> <laughs> I think um I think the song with Tusi coming out next. Okay. Yeah. That's gonna be dope. That shit dope as hell. Cause y'all it's can like, both rap. <laughs> it's a yeah, but I ain't even ain't even like I'm I'm hard rapping though. It's it's a vibe. You no, know, I ain't really put out before. Hmm. It's hard though. Okay. <laughs> Stay tuned for that one. Um, so I used, you were in this movie, The Salt. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> How do you feel about Dean? I like this movie. What happened? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> so um, I fought with the people who shot it. <laughs> but it was like, mind you, this is my first time. Um, this was my first time like doing something like that. And um it was more like improv. Oh really? And, okay. Um, I know a lot of street niggas. So like the movie, like, it's like somebody got a job, whatever, he get fired from his job, he running down the beach and he find all these bricks on the beach, right? So like I just feel like he ain't really show street niggas in the right light. Cause like it was a lot of shit that they had planned to go in the movie. And I was like, nigga, nobody ain't doing this shit. <laughs> And it was just, yeah. And then they wanted to do a part two, and I was like, nah, just kill me. Just kill me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I told the niggas to kill me. Do you want to get into more acting, though? You want to do oh, more yeah, movies? Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay. I, I definitely want to. <laughs> I definitely want to do more shit, but I, it needs to be more organized. Yeah. <laughs> what type of roles would you, you want to do some dramatic roles? You want to do some comedy? You want to do... I want to do everything. Yeah. Um, I definitely want to do dramatic stuff. Um, I'm funny as hell, so comedy is going to come. <laughs> but yeah, I'm definitely interested in acting. Yeah. Um, what was your inspiration for this book, this book that you wrote, Mind Over Matter? I'm super big on mental health. like. Even when I was going through my situation where, where like the world was like canceling me type shit, it was so hypocritical because we the, the internet fake as hell, first off. Like niggas would get on the internet and be like, oh, mental health this and uplift black women that and da 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 And because I said something that, you know what I'm saying, was wrong to say, motherfuckers said things that were equivalent to that. And nobody gave a fuck about how that made me feel. Like imagine you a first time parent and a motherfucker write you and be like, oh, your, your seven-month-old son need to die. Like, how is how does that, like, help the situation type shit? But, like, I feel like in the black community, it's just something we don't talk about enough. And um, I had, like, I used to have real bad anxiety attacks. I used to have panic attacks, like, crazy. And uh, I tried to talk to somebody about it, 
who I fuck with, like I'm real close with, and they tried to tell me like, oh, you just need to calm down. You like, like I'm making this shit up, but I know what I'm feeling. And then they made me realize like, I ain't the only one who had who tried to have that conversation and that's how it went. It's just like a lot of people out here that's going through shit and we just so dismissive as a whole, but on the internet, like we just on this fake build each other up shit and niggas don't really be mean in this shit. Like, a nigga could drop a song, Rod Wade could drop a, drop a song and they'll be like, oh, I'm so tired of these niggas, with this, these niggas with this fake depressed ass shit. How the fuck do you not know this man? Like what somebody really going through? We just be so dismissive of shit and I felt like if I could speak it, then that'll let other people know that it's okay to, you know what I'm saying, express what they're going through and actually talk to somebody about it. Yeah. What type of feedback did you get? Did you get a lot of people that hit you up and say it really yeah. helped them? Hell yeah, I got a whole lot of people to say that. They want me to write another book. I think yeah. I'm about to. How did that make you feel to read those positive messages like that? Like I did the right thing. Look to maybe write some more books? Yeah, I think I'm gonna I'm write another one. Um, Cause I uh, I went through postpartum after I had my son, yeah. and I had complications having him and like a lot of shit that other women go through. So yeah, I, I'm a, I'm gonna definitely write another book. Much needed too, probably. Yeah. <laughs> All right, what else is coming up for you, Tokyo? 2021. What do you got planned? Project in March. Album. And yeah. An album. Big album. <laughs> is this your first album? Yeah, this is my first album. I okay. don't put out like tapes and shit, but yeah. it's my first album. Um, I think the focus for me is to just get back to where I was because I took a break after I had my son. And um, I don't feel like it was a bad thing though, but yeah, um, it's time for me to claim my spot. <laughs> there you go. All right, any last words, any shout outs before we wrap it up? Uh, shout out to everybody that fucked me. When everybody else, if a nigga stop fucking with me, shout out to all the motherfuckers on Twitter who argue with niggas about me. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, shout out to everybody who uh, canceled me too. Y'all inspired the album. Shit, that's it. Go back and forth, that's what I mean. It's trying to spend, need a reason. He gon' stop, don't need no mileage. He a church at a party. No peace if I won't be. Change my number, trying to sponsor. Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities. From the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before.